Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week... We are back. Hi, Harley. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Hannah? I'm good. I'm really excited to be podcasting right now. Also, this is kind of a new vibe because we don't usually record in the mornings. Well, we did that one time and we sounded like... Do you remember when we recorded that one morning? We're like, hi, Harley. How are you? It was after we lost in the Sweet 16 to Texas yeah. Tech. Yeah. I just remember It was a very somber pod, but I it feel like... It was very somber. <laughs> I remember listening back and it made me so uncomfortable because <laughs> we were like... <laughs> we were just so like... Our voices were so deep and like close to the microphone and we're like, so yesterday we lost it. Like, ew, it just made me cringe. That's true, and it didn't really match our whole vibe with the interview where we were giggling beforehand. That was the onesie guy interview. Yeah. Yeah, iconic. Beginning of an era, truly. (laughs) (laughs) We like to think so. But maybe you're like us in the fact that you keep forgetting what day it is, and that's why we kind of haven't been around the last two weeks. Yeah. Because we wake up on Friday morning, we're like... Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) That, yeah, like, we just keep forgetting to record. Also, if we were to record, there'd be nothing to talk about. Like, our last episode was literally, like, we just talked about ourselves, which, I mean, love talking about myself. I don't have a problem with that, but I don't think that's why you guys are listening. Um, But we do have a few interviews that we are starting to, like, batch and have ready. So if there's another week where we either forget what day it is or we have literally nothing to talk about, we have backup content for you guys because we're just always giving and always there for you guys. And we're trying to maintain our slogan of your favorite Michigan sports podcast for another week instead of every... Two weeks, three weeks now. (laughs) I opened I opened up the Google Doc and it said May seventh as our last episode. (laughs) So must you? Okay, genuine question for you though, because like I haven't been. I go through phases of this like long several month period we've had where there are no sports where occasionally I go through phases where I just listen back to old sports podcasts and I'm like I miss sports so much and I like am consuming as much of that content as I can but then I also go through phases where I just like want to get sports completely out of my mind and I like ignore all of the updates that come just because it's like it feels so pointless and I just focus on other things so I don't know what the consensus is in the world is right like right now but how are, are you still like consuming sports content or are you kind of just ignoring it during this time because I go back and forth I think maybe it might be like a third category but since like there's nothing for me to engage with that I would be interested in on a regular basis like now we would probably be like almost to what the NBA championship right now and then baseball would have been around so I probably would have been watching like Michigan baseball and I've realized that like my own like social media habits have like tanked since there's been like no sports or like no content for me to talk about because I'll like go on like my pages and like realize I haven't been on like Instagram in like two days or Twitter in like 10 days and it's it's very bizarre to me and I've like started to realize that my own like media usage has just gone out the window because 
oh, why I have those pages is like kind of like to like engage with what people are talking about in sports and then like probably like liking like game day stuff and like I don't know it's just been weird yeah I feel feel the need to be on those (laughs) websites right now I don't know I feel the exact same way because there's still sports content out there but it's so contrived and it's like the I don't know like the sports podcast that I usually listen to like they're doing either like interviews or throwbacks or things like that And, like, part of me is, like, I should keep up on all of that so I haven't completely forgotten about what, like, sports lingo is by the time (laughs) sports are back. But there's also, like, in addition to consuming sports content, I always, like, I love, like, lifestyle type, like, vlogs with people my age. And that's another, like, genre of, like, podcasts and YouTube that I always love. So lately Mm -hmm. I've just been, like, completely, like, full force consuming that kind of stuff and ignoring sports stuff because it just feels so outdated and irrelevant right now but I go back and forth occasionally I go through a phase where I like binge listen to a bunch of sports podcasts for a couple days even though none of the news is new I think like initially I was like okay with the whole like mentality of watching old games engaging with old content but like now I feel like I'm almost in the boat with like people from the jump that were like no, like, this isn't, like, the same kind of deal, like, I want new content, like, not necessarily because I personally love, like, the thrill of not knowing how a game ends, because personally I would much rather know how a game ends, (laughs) um, and, like, honestly, like, watching a game like Kansas, like, you can watch it over and over and over again, and, like, even though you know Michigan wins, like, when you're watching it in, like, real time, I guess on YouTube, you're like, do we actually win this game? And <laughs> right. like, games like that, you can definitely rewatch because even though you know the outcome, you're still just like baffled on how like your team like achieves this like feat because the there I still don't know how we won that game, and I don't know. I think it still gives you that like feel of like a real time sports, but like and also like I guess the sports that are available. Right now, we're, like, random, like, soccer teams and, or football, and, (laughs) uh, like, golf, and what was on the other day that my dad texted me, like, cornhole, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch that, I'm not gonna watch cornhole, I'm not gonna watch marbles, I'm not gonna do that. I've been watching anything that that gives that sense of, like, community, like, everybody's watching it at once, I've been watching, but I think that's what I like about sports, is the community and, like, being able to talk about it with people, and everyone's watching it at the same time, wondering what's gonna happen, and the next day we're all talking about what happened, and so even though we can still watch old sports stuff right now, like, it's not the same, because it's not that sense of, like, the next day you, like, see all your friends and you're like, oh my gosh, like, what a game, (laughs) So that's, I think that's the biggest difference for me. Whereas with golf, we could talk about it and we will briefly touch on that. Um, that's very true. So Mark Schlissel, president of the University of Michigan, had a comment that sports media is freaking out about, which is honestly bizarre to me because I thought the comment was like so not a big deal and I wouldn't expect him to say anything other than that but Mm -hmm. Paul Feinbaum commented on it I'll just read it really fast and then we can discuss he said if there's no on-campus instruction there won't be intercollegiate athletics at least for Michigan 
Any decision we make for this fall is likely going to be the case for the whole academic year. What's going to be different in January? Harley, what are your thoughts? I think that's, like, almost logical. Because, (laughs) like, we went online in, what, March? Yeah, like, right before St. Patrick's Day, we went online. Or, like, after St. Patrick's Day, we went online. So, uh, and obviously, we're still on a, like, stay-home order until June 12th. The spring game got canceled. Spring sports got canceled. The rest of winter sports got canceled. Like, it doesn't make any sense for, like, how things are going and how bad things are being handled, at least from, like, a federal perspective not to get political but (laughs) it doesn't make sense for like how we're handling things as a country that things like as minuscule as like opening your campus specifically to like have like a bunch of people back and have sports it just doesn't really make that much sense until at least personally I think until there's like a vaccine for this like I don't really see the need to like, put people at risk for that, especially because how big Ann Arbor gets when it has its full student body, like, right now, it's dead, obviously, because I'm still working downtown, but when you bring everybody back, it just, it'll just make it much more easy for this to come back in a different wave, so I'm, I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, I'm going with it either way. It can be no sports or no fans, whichever one they think is going to keep the most people safe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree completely that, like, as much as you and I are both, like, diehard football fans and, like, my heart breaks for the upcoming freshmen and stuff who wouldn't have their freshman year football season, like, we, that would be really sad. But in the grand scheme of things, like, if that's what it takes to keep people safe, I don't think it's a big deal at all to cancel a football season. Like, I know the money is a different story, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But even apart from that, like, I didn't think Schlissel's comment was insinuating that the football season will be canceled. He was just saying, like, if we aren't on campus, we won't have sports on campus. Like, he never even said, like, it's likely that we'll cancel the season. He was just saying, like, all he said was, if we don't have in-person instruction, we won't have intercollegiate athletics. I think Schlissel's comment was so not a big deal and was being completely taken out of proportion. Literally, all he said is, if it's not safe enough for students to come, then we won't have football. He never said we won't have football. He just said, if it's not safe, we won't have football, which is like, it's not that big of a deal of a comment. Like, it was kind of, he was stating the obvious, but it got taken out of proportion. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and it never, like, actually directly says, like, football because, like, there are a ton of, like, athletes that are in the fall, and, like, it's encompassing them as well. Like, obviously, football is a big moneymaker for the fall, but, like, you know, that's taking away, like, field hockey. It's taking away volleyball. It's taking, like, who else is in the fall? And, like, swimming, soccer. Like, it's, that's a lot of people, and, like, it's not just the football team that is going to be losing out on a season, and, Obviously, just like you said, like, it would make absolutely no sense if there's, like, if the majority of the student body isn't there, then, like, you can't ask athletes to be here because they are also, like, our peers and, like, like, 
it makes no sense. I don't know why, like, you care so, like, people took it the wrong way like that. And I just want to be very clear, like, best case scenario, we're completely healthy and we have a completely normal football season. Like, I would literally, like, give all my limbs for that to happen. But I'm just saying, in this situation that it's not safe to have a football season, I would rather play it safe. And that's coming from someone who, like, I would do anything to make it safe enough to have a football season if it was in my power. But I'm just saying, like, if it's not safe, it's not worth the risk. Um, another comment that has been sometimes put, like, as, like, contrasting with Schlissel's comment, which I also don't get because I don't think that those two comments are opposed to each other, but Jim Harbaugh said, heck yeah, I'd be comfortable coaching a game without any fans. If the choice were play in front of no fans or not play, then I would choose to play in front of fans. And everyone's saying that's, like, going against what Schlissel said, and I'm like, no, like, all Harbaugh is saying is I want to play football, so if we have to play without fans, we'll play without fans. I guess it's kind of, um, I could see how they could kind of be opposed because you could be arguing that, like, Schlissel says if there's no on-campus instruction, we won't play, and then Harbaugh's like, we can play without fans. But honestly, you could have students on campus and still not let them into the big house. Like, those comments, I don't think, contradict each other whatsoever. I don't think so either. Mostly because that's how it would probably operate anyway, like, with students on campus which would allow like other sports to be active at the time in the fall there like there's no way that we would be allowed in to like any of our athletic facilities besides like it there would just be no way there like i don't know how they'd be able to control for that but like just the way things are going like how i'm thinking about it i don't really know if it's possible to have athletics in this upcoming season mostly because i'm thinking about like you know when you're in mason hall and there's like 10 million people in there yeah it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense especially because that's where they would that's where the athletes would be going to and it just like exposes them to a bunch of people from all over and yeah there there are a lot of ways i've talked about modifying like instruction and different things to make it safer but i think ultimately like we agree and schlissel agrees like if it's not safe it's not safe and if it is safe great like that's pretty much all all that we can do from our end of things yeah and it's not like what like harbaugh said is like particularly going against what the president of the university is saying because obviously he has to operate under how this how the university is operating so like if the ability to play arises like of course he would be comfortable with playing football in front of nobody Yeah, I think what, like, is being misconstrued so much is it's being made so divisive, but honestly, I feel like we're kind of all on the same page. Like, if it's safe, we want to have as much normalcy as possible, but we're willing to sacrifice normalcy for safety. I think that's pretty Mm -hmm. much what everybody is thinking. I mean, everyone has different opinions on what's safe, but ultimately, like, I'm not going to, like, share my opinions on what's safe because I'm not an expert, so just, like, we all just want to be safe, and then if given safety we want to have football like that's pretty much as simple as it is i think you really just broke it down to it's like basic <laughs> components good job thank you um do you want to move on to a little bit of recruiting that's true i would okay very much so so given the circumstances on the unprecedented times michigan football has continued to recruit for a 2021 class probably with the help of J.J. McCarthy and all of his BFFs that have already committed to the 2021 class. Yeah, because J.J. Um, 
transferred to IMG Academy, and then mm-hmm. that's pretty much where, like, all of our targets are. So, JJ, you are our recruiting uh, director right now. So I think, we he, have... I think he already knew that, but just to remind you in case he, he forgot. I think he's been our recruiting <laughs> director since he was, like, what? How old was he when he committed? Like, this that was, like, last year, two years ago? He was, like, 14, 15? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I'll say that. that sounds I just remember right. he, he looked like a little baby. I think um, he still does. Maybe yeah, it's just he his does. face. Okay. Um, so our commits that we, like, some recent commits are um, two four-star linebackers for the 2021 class, Jaden Hood and Junior Colson. So, woo. And then um, also a four-star Viper, or a defensive end, He'll be, he was recruited as a Viper, um, Kishon Bennett. Woo. I don't, like, know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, all I took from that was, like, obviously filling in, like, gaps in our defense. And defense has probably been the site of you have to, like, make or – not, like, make or break, but, like, you have to start, like, getting these four or five stars for defense, especially if you're going up against a team that just recruits five stars nonstop on both sides of the ball. And, obviously, mm-hmm. we lose to that team pretty consistently on poor defensive play, and that just kind of – gets ripped apart um yeah in terms of like scheming and that kind of thing and also just like obviously an unmatched offense well i guess a disconnect in like how offenses are performing anyway but with these additions of these three defensive players to our team and move michigan up to number number five um overall for the 2021 class uh trailing the likes of clemson you know ohio state um weirdly North Carolina that's but, so yeah, random yeah well it's like so 10, four stars so yeah it's early and it's just yeah it'll be fine but also moved us to number two in the big 10 um obviously trailing our rival and like being a site for people like oh it's still not as good as Ohio State is recruiting and I know we've touched on reasons why it's probably like a really big disconnect between how Michigan can get recruits and how Ohio State is able to get recruits. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not that worried about it. I'm kind of excited for 2021, mostly because when they come in, hopefully things look kind of normal. Mm-hmm. I feel like by that point, there will definitely be play with maybe like 10 fans per I section. Mean, <laughs> like, well, hopefully there will be a vaccine by then, so I would assume it would be pretty much back to normal by then but also who knows um did you see on twitter that scott bell tweeted something that was like michigan now has four out of the five non-osu commits in the big like it was something that was clearly a joke to like make fun of how much michigan trails behind osu in terms of recruiting it was like we have Mm -hmm. like this many of the non-osu commits and ohio state twitter was so mad at him because they thought it was supposed (laughs) to be a dig at ohio state when it was honestly kind of a compliment to ohio state and then there was all this twitter beef it was pretty funny (laughs) it's good to know that we can get under ohio state skin because they can't take a joke (laughs) and that's on difference in brain power. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, so there are a couple, well, obviously there are a lot of recruiting targets we still have. Um, a four-star wide receiver, Christian Dixon, 
there's another um, four-star wide receiver we want named Jaden Thomas, who would be given the opportunity to play both football and baseball. Um, we've had a couple um, recruiting classes lately where we had a player who was um, recruited to play both football and baseball, most recently Joey Velasquez and RJ Moten. But given that you and I have opinions about things, I just mm-hmm. thought we should talk about players who play both football and baseball because I feel like that's something that we have no business having any sort of opinion on but we have opinions on oh you think so i think this one matches up pretty well mostly because there you would have the entire winter season to kind of train and like get your body ready for baseball Mm -hmm. but granted baseball goes well depending on how far you go into the college world series which we saw two years ago a year ago i don't know what time it is anymore a year ago my goodness. <laughs> um, wow, things have... Wow. <laughs> I just this time lost last my year brain for a second. so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, that went into the end of June, I think, honestly. And mm-hmm. I think you would have to like put in a lot of work, at least. I mean, I know you're going to be putting in work in the weight room and stuff. How does that work with the spring game? Huh. I mean, I'm sure they they figure it out. football is basically a year-round sport, if you think about it. I mean, sure, they just have, like, little reps and, like, um, probably, no, not little reps. Not during the actual season, but, like, during the off-season, they have to go crazy in terms of, like, training and practice. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm sure <laughs> they have the, like, the um, conditioning and everything figured out. But also, mm-hmm. I have a question. Why didn't Shay Patterson play baseball for Michigan? Oh, because he had already been drafted? Is that why? See, I don't really know because, like, hockey players can technically be, like, signed with teams or, like, right. drafted or, like, maybe like, I think... claimed. Claimed would be a nice word. But then, like, they would be able to still, like, play college yeah i remember i I learned the same for baseball players i remember i learned what the rule was for baseball it was slightly different but i can't remember what it is so that's not helpful but maybe shay just wanted more time to golf during i was just about to say he wanted to golf not play baseball oh shay (laughs) oh shay (laughs) um so we have a new segment we'll see if we keep it up but it's called the oh yeah of the week because basically we're all inside. Maybe some of us are thinking about football. Some of us aren't thinking about football. And then occasionally you hear the name of a football player and you're like, oh, yeah. So we have an oh, yeah of the week this week. Harley, who is our oh, yeah of the week? Our very own Cameron Grone. Oh, like yeah. Cameron <laughs> Uh, So Cameron Grone became like a beloved feature in my heart after we lost to Wisconsin because he said, we know we're going to see them again in Indy in my hometown for the Big Ten Championship, so I really don't mind hearing about it because I know when we see them again, we're going to smack them in the mouth. Um, Spoiler alert, that did not happen, and I think when he <laughs> said that, we knew that wasn't going to happen because we looked horrible against Wisconsin. Um, really and I remember you and I talked about that, and I was like, I love the energy, and you were like, we're not going to be in the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> so do you want to revisit those comments? I think looking back at it now, it's still kind of the same mentality. Like, it's funny (laughs) that you thought... Well, it's not like he's going to come out, right, and say, like, oh, there's no way we're going to see them again. Because that's definitely what people want to hear, is, like, 
it make like how we performed against Wisconsin makes us so mad that we wanted to have the chance to see them again, but for something bigger than just like a win loss. A big, big win loss. Yeah, it, it it gave me Chase Winovich vibes. I think that's why I loved that comment because this past year we all felt like we were losing. We didn't have as much heart on the team as we had the year before with Chase Winovich and Rashawn Gary and Devin Bush. So hearing Cam McGrone say that was such a heartwarming moment for me personally. That's true. And he also probably heard from those guys. So he just stepped into the role that he needed to. And I think that gave some people comfort. Yes. I mean, well, looking at it now, I like the mentality. Yeah. You know. it, I understand why it was frustrating at the time, though. Um, yeah, at the time, I was like, mm, too soon. And also, that's laughable <laughs> at best. <laughs> I mean, it still is. Yeah, it okay, really yeah. is. Another discussion point. Uh, apparently, I don't remember who said this. I could easily Google it. it. CBS Sports. Someone said that Dylan McCaffrey is a dark horse Heisman candidate. And I ignored that when I saw that because every single year, Michigan's quarterback in the preseason things is considered a dark horse Heisman candidate for no reason other than, like, their Michigan quarterback, which I guess should be a good enough reason for them to be a Heisman candidate. But historically, in the past, I don't know, like, 15 years, um, that hasn't been any reason for them to be a husband you know what i'm saying it, like just 15 because years heck no <laughs> i would have gladly given to that robinson husband <laughs> oh true weird. true true <laughs> the past i guess we'll say the harbike era the past six years yeah. that has not been a thing but like every quarterback like well especially like shea patterson we were told he was a dark horse heisman candidate when we had no reason to believe that but the hype got to our heads the same thing is happening with Dylan McCaffrey. I would love if he ends up being a Heisman candidate. Like, I'm not ruling that out. I just think, like, too soon. Like, we don't need to be getting our hopes up quite yet. There's no reason to. Especially because, given, like, what we've heard about QB talk, like, in the past few weeks, there isn't really a contender for the starting position right now. But obviously they say that all the time, and they're like, it could be Joe Milton, it could be Dylan McCaffrey. Cade McNamara could even play, like, a snap. But it's just, like... There's no reason to, like, like you said, have any grounds to say that, like, a machine quarterback, specifically Dylan McCaffrey, is going to be the dark horse for the Heisman when, like, Dylan McCaffrey hasn't even been named the starter. Like, that's so bizarre. (laughs) I also, (laughs) What do I know? It's so funny. This is our third year on the podcast doing, like, football preseason, like, guessing who's going to be starting at quarterback on the podcast. And every it's single year, it's the me. same comment. There's it's... no front runner yet. It's a competition. Like, every single year. It's, I'm so Except sick that, of it. Except like, one year when, like, we all went crazy because Harbaugh was, like, Shay's our starter. And that was 2018, oh. if I do believe. And yeah. it, we were like, yeah, it's going to be our year. He named his starter. He never does that. And then, and last then it ended year, how it did. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> but last year, um, when he was like, well, actually, we're going to rethink what it means to have a QB1. We'll have Dylan and Shay both out there. We tried that. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. You're like, why not have two QB1s? Oh boy. And then I I came up with my like and broke a collarbone. 
Dylan is fragile. Like, I think he's very talented, but fragile. Yeah. He's, like, a fragile little boy. I would love to see him, like, bulk up a little. But I know also, like, he doesn't need to. Like, he he's built sort of like a, like, what he is. But I don't know. I just see him and I'm scared he's going to crack in half. That's how I feel. Oh, well. <laughs> Do you have a prediction of the starting QB or is that a stupid question because nobody knows more than anybody else? Um, I'm probably just going to maintain that, like, it's going to unfold how we all think it's going to unfold, which I personally think is going to be Dylan McCaffrey. Just That's based so off true. Of the, just the amount of time he's already played and because logically he is the next one based off of age. And we always operate under that. Like, there's never been, like, an actual shake-up in who's the starter. That's Especially a very when, like, good we point. Ha- Especially when we had, like, John O'Corn and Wilton Spade. Like, they were both the same age, basically. And then Brandon and- Peters came in and we're like, this is our Dark Horse Heisman contender. And then he, like, got smushed in half and concussed and then went to become an in-line eye. So... Because is he still in a line? He's still in a line, right? He still has another year of eligibility. I think so, because yeah. Harley, we haven't sang about Brandon Peters in so long. <laughs> because like we've been separated for so long. I know. Harley and our um, pre-show routine is singing about Brandon Peters. Also, yeah, maybe um, we'll bring it back someday. Can I say my quarterback prediction? purely Mm -hmm. based off of historical records so if you go off of what's happened in michigan football history during the harbaugh era dylan mccaffrey Mm -hmm. will be our starting quarterback at the beginning of the season you were randomly going to see in the next few games joe milton but also cade mcnamara get random snaps and you'll be like why are they in like this is a critical moment this is the worst time to put them in we'll be confused and no one will ever have an answer to why that happened um dylan mccaffrey will get injured partway through the season or benched we'll see joe milton will finish out the season but by the end of the season we will hate joe milton and dylan mccaffrey i don't like i hope that doesn't happen but just based <laughs> off of history that's how it will happen <laughs> it's funny because it's true or maybe dylan will start the season with an unknown injury never tell us and then <laughs> weeks later when he's better he'll be like oh yeah he was injured for this extended period of time and then he'll just play the rest of the season and then ultimately like get blown out by Ohio State. But he'll have random. And then games Joe where Milton will come really bad. Joe Milton will come in at certain points as a receiver. <laughs> and that's it. That's Michigan football. We'll look and there'll be like three centers and three quarterbacks. And we'll be like <laughs> three balls and, and they'll be snapping at each <laughs> They might have to do it if we can't get these receivers in. Yeah, like, Jamalin, you are now a receiver. They'll be like, okay. He'll be a, he'll be a running back. For... No, 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 running back. Yeah, but like, just didn't they put Shea in it? Well, oh no, it was receiver. You're right. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I was like, if we can predict these kind of things, it's amusing that people don't follow in our footsteps and just say this outright. Because they're obviously not keeping it... Like, there's, there's nothing new. 
Like we you, could they, they always like try and like get the like anticipation like ooh who's it gonna be but they're literally so basic that you already know what they're gonna do you like know why how, go um, through the effort of saying oh nobody we're like we all know we all know who it is you know good luck to dylan mccaffrey Romo's, you know and how when tony romo's commentating it's like he can predict everything before it happens. Like each play, mm-hmm. he like has the like looking glass, and he knows what's gonna happen. We could yeah. do that with Michigan football, but like like season wide, and we can be like, oh, they're gonna get injured, and then also like for each offensive possession, we're gonna be like, it's gonna be first and ten, second and nine, third and thirty six, punt, and they're like, how Correct. did you guys know that? We have it's all up in here. Yeah, we all know. It's, like, locked and loaded in my brain. I have my own, like, hemisphere for it. We should be offensive coordinators. Honestly. I so, think more of a shake-up than they could. <laughs> Speed and space. It's quite embarrassing if I do say so myself. I love how, um, no matter the season or the level of precedence of the times, we can always find a way to get frustrated about Michigan's quarterback play. That's true. I tried to hand you the segue to the next segment, but then you're like, oh, oh it's always frustrating to be in Michigan. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so our next segment, <laughs> embarrassing moments. Um, a friend of the podcast wrote us a letter about his embarrassing moment. I, well... We wrote a letter from his point of view to ourselves, but just pretend that he wrote it to us. And we are going to rank how embarrassing it is from level one, whoops, you can laugh it off, to two, yikes, wait a day to show your face, or three, no, go and hide. So I'm going to read this letter from the friend of the program, and we will rank how embarrassing his moment is. Are we ready? Yep. I'm going to try to read it in his voice. Hey, Hannah and Harley. I got invited to play a golf tournament with my friends Phil, Tiger, and my frenemy Peyton. I was so excited to show off my tight golf pants, but just my luck, I bent down to pick up the golf ball and rip my pants split right down the middle. I had to wear baggy rain pants the rest of the tournament. The worst part? It was nationally televised and even my crush Giselle was watching. The whole world saw me and was howling with laughter because they thought I was a huge freak. I wanted to leave the country. Wow. So what's what's the verdict? <laughs> Is that whoops you can laugh it off, yikes, wait a day to show your face, or no, go and hide. If I ripped my pants on national TV in front of my crush, I would be <laughs> like No, go and hide. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and also in front of your friend of me, because they would never let you live it down. <laughs> Plus his friend of me beat him in the golf tournament. That's true. I feel like his golf play was enough to be like, yikes, wait a day to show your face. <laughs> Based off what I was gathering from, like, the two times I, like, went into Twitter to see, like, that's, how the golf thing was going. And I watched true. him try and play golf, and I was like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> wait a day to show your face. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so if Tom Brady plays the country and we don't see him as a buccaneer in the fall, now we know why. Because he ripped his pants. What do you think would be more embarrassing? Ripping your pants or, like, for Tom Brady, like, ripping the pants or his combine video? His what video? 
combine video. Oh, um, I, <laughs> I have to say I the think both are video. so funny. <laughs> Can we put together, like, a Tom Brady embarrassing <laughs> moments video? I think so. <laughs> I love this video. We He's, can also like, put it try to do the, like, what is it? I'll probably go 40 meter dash. Oh, my God. see <laughs> 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 the baggy shirt. Ah, it's so funny. Whew. Anyway. Do you have an embarrassing moment you want to share? We also both have our own personal embarrassing moments. Hi, Hannah and Harley. You know when you <laughs> desperately need chapstick for your dry lips, but you forget yours at home? So you ask your friend for lip balm, and even though you recognize that the word balm is spelled in the order B-A-L-M, <laughs> you still pronounce it blom. Because it is what you did your entire life. Then your friend looks at you confused and asks, don't you mean lip balm? And you're like, no, it's blom. Only to realize you are 18 years old and have been going around telling people lip blom for years. And no one bothered to tell you until you were in college. Uh, (laughs) You've told me that story before, but it never gets old. Isn't it because your dad just thought it was funny to pronounce it wrong? And then you just thought that was how it was pronounced? Yes. (laughs) iconic i'm gonna do that to my kids honestly Um, it's a great social experiment my dad like without even realizing it created a social experiment about how like parents influence what their children say and do because i I literally did it for years (laughs) i can kind of relate to it though because i remember as a kid like I never knew which words were, like, commonly used words in the English language and which ones were just words that my family used. Because you know how, Mm -hmm. like, there are different things that, like, your family has a term for it and, like, not everyone calls it that? And I always remember wondering, like, is this actually a word or is this just something my family says? I never wondered that. I just took it as set in stone, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's a... Yikes, wait a day to to show your face. Did you wait a day to show your face after that? I think I did. (laughs) <laughs> I I think I did have to take like a day to just be like <laughs> rewrite. Did you call your dad? Rewrite. Out? I did. What did he say? <laughs> he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so my so dad funny. like kind of have like those like words that he like changes around to be funny, mm-hmm. not realizing that like I could have been influenced by this and like adopted like his weird phrases and thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> words that's so funny yeah and then for a while i just wouldn't call it lip balm i would just call it chapstick until i like repeated the word balm over and over and over and over in my head like did it sound weird to you because presumably you'd heard other people calling it balm or like had that never really registered to you hmm I definitely heard people call it that, and I just assumed they were saying it wrong, but I knew what they were talking about. <laughs> That's funny. Because, like I said, I, like, recognized how it was spelled, but I just assumed it was said differently. But then, yeah. like, how, well, then, like, how do you spell, like, like palm? And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> 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 like, like, you don't say plam? And I'm like, yeah, because palm. And like, it's spelled the same. <laughs> but with a P. That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah if you ever want to try that like if you have a very small child just teach them a random word and then 
18 years later, someone will finally tell them that they've been saying a word wrong their entire life. It's the ultimate prank, honestly. <laughs> Pranksters! April Fools! Okay, Open so life. my embarrassing moment. Well, let me read it. Hey, Hannah and Harley. By the way, this is like eighth grade, maybe older. Hey, Hannah and Harley. One time I was at my grandma's cottage with some of my super cool friends, and we were laughing about all the gossip and drama. Only one problem. I really had to pee. I didn't want to miss out on any of the goss, so I kept trying to hold my pee. All of a sudden, I couldn't hold it anymore, and the floodgates opened. Not even just a little bit, but a full fountain. I grabbed a stuffed bunny to cover the pee on my legs, so luckily none of my friends noticed. They just asked me why I was holding a stuffed bunny. Luckily, I made it to the bathroom before any of them saw the pee. TGFSB. Thank God for stuffed bunnies. <laughs> I think you have that one so whoops you can laugh it off because no one noticed that you, like, literally peed your pants. Yeah, like, it was- <laughs> that's, like, the- like, not gonna lie, I pee my pants, like, occasionally because i laugh (laughs) so hard and i just lose control but it's never like (laughs) enough that it like shows you know it's just like just a little (laughs) but But this one was enough to show that was it was like a full-on like floodgates were open like i said i was like you peed your pants i I was wearing shorts (laughs) so i i peed my shorts you peed your shorts were you outside no, I was inside. But I was standing up, so it didn't, like, I didn't get it on anything. How? Like, the not even stuff- the floor? No. It wasn't, like, like, it wasn't, like, full-on, full-on. It was just, like, enough that it was, like, on my leg. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, should we rate that, rate that on the gross meter? Sure. Which ones are those? Let me find it. I have my M magazine right here. Ew for the bunny and ew for getting pee on your leg. I didn't get it on the bunny, though. I would like to be clear here. But you- I didn't- I used the bunny as, like, a cover-up, so I was just, like, standing there with, like, a bunny in front of me. And, like, like, they were like, oh, why are you holding that? And I was like, don't worry about it. (laughs) But we were also, like, all laughing so hard about, you know, like, silly things, so no one really questioned it. Okay, the, the gross scale is- Number one is, yuck, that's pretty nasty. Number two is, hurl, that's barf-worthy. And number three is, eek, grody to the max. The first one. Yuck, that's pretty nasty. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <I wouldn't... laughs> our, our next segment. about it. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's just <laughs> I don't get why, like, that's barf-worthy is less than grody to the max. Maybe because, like, to the max is, like, the maximum. But, like, like I feel are. like if it's barf-worthy, maybe it, like, that's a lot. Maybe if it's grody to the max, you already barfed. Oh. And, but the like, second more. one is just, like, it's, like, worthy of barfing, but you didn't. Yeah, but if it's worthy of it, like, you would, like, put some action mm-hmm. behind your words, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, Harley, what is our next segment, dear girl? Um, maybe just like me, DJ Wilson took a letter out of my book and was like, oh yeah, I forgot social media existed. Mm-hmm. So he decided, oh yeah, he really did. Because the last time he posted on Instagram was March 7th. But we most recently got a picture on D- of DJ on his Instagram three days ago. 
and he's accurately captioned it, I'd be forgetting to post. My fault. Let's discuss, because okay. we used to discuss DJ's Instagram aesthetic every single week, because I thought his aesthetic was so good, I loved the filters he used, I just thought it was so cohesive on his feed, and then he started posting these weird edits, and that's when he kind of lost me. I stopped checking his page, because every picture was, like, a collage, and I was like, I'm not here for the collages. And now I'm looking, and, like, he doesn't really appear to filter his photos anymore, which I just think is interesting. Hmm. Except for, there's, like, a little edit on the one for March 7th. Yeah, is but. there, like, did he edit that light beam into the corner? Yeah, that's definitely not I a think, real yeah. light beam. <laughs> that's not okay. a real light beam. <laughs> I think this is a very big shake-up. Like, it's a mirror selfie with the camera and yeah, everything, he- like... It's ultimately reflecting how he doesn't have anyone to take his pics right now, so he has to do it. You are so right, because remember when he did the photo shoot and they, like, took the picture of the sweat? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, I don't know if this photo is in his Milwaukee home or if he's back home in California at his mom's house. Kind of looks apartment-y to me. You're just based off of, like, the door into the living room, into the dining room, where he's taking a selfie in his dining room, and then there's, it's like, just, the stairs going up. It's a slightly different aesthetic than the ones he had posted in his Milwaukee apartment before, but also, like, that was over- oh, he deleted all of those. That was a while ago, so, like, he could have moved. Like, he he's a basketball player. They, they're allowed That's to do true. that. <laughs> he's, like, a person. Um, but, yeah, DJ, um, you're slacking. I would love to see you post more, but I also understand, like, you're not getting dressed up every day like you used to. You don't have the tunnel pics anymore. You aren't doing the photo shoot with the guy who, like, edits your sweat pictures into a collage. So, it's fine. Like, I understand. Also, but, DJ, mm-hmm. if you could stop deleting your old pictures, I would really appreciate that because every <laughs> time I go on, it's, like, a different combination of pictures because you, like, archive them and then add them back. And that's really frustrating to me. Do you think he misses being in Paris for, like, the fashion stuff? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Did you delete the pay yourself and owe yourself one? I don't know. I don't know how oh, far no. down that is. Oh, no, DJ. I think he deleted it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, well, that's fine, I guess. There's just so many different things going on here. Just based off of, like, how the picture is taken and the outfit. Remember when he, looks like... like, I think I'm currently wearing this. I'm wearing, like, a cut-off shirt and shorts. I don't have this. (laughs) But I'm not wearing shoes inside my house. Oh, the shoes were purely put on for the photo. Oh, yeah. I think it does tie it all together. This is, like, what I pictured a DJ, like, quarantine fit would look like. Do you think he put on his to-do list, like... Selfie today. Or maybe he was just, like, really feeling himself. You know, like, some days you're just like, I feel good. Let me see if I take a selfie. And then he's like, oh, okay, this one looks good. I'll he also, it. he tagged the brand of shoes that he's wearing, I think. And so it could have been a sponsored post as well. He might have had to post it because he got the shoes for free for a tag or something like that. Maybe, but he also didn't, he doesn't follow them. No. Well, that's that's a good DJ Wilson Instagram analysis. I've missed that. DJs are posting again. I miss analyzing your Instagram. So, like, that's that on that. 
and that's that on that, I guess. Unless you Maybe I should take a peek. Take. Yeah, I haven't posted since April. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and post like that picture. Yeah, <laughs> what if I just recreated the photo? I'll do it. <laughs> Wait, do you want to both recreate that photo? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um. I'll be on our to do list. <laughs> and to close us out. We have a discussion question from none other than Harley Johnson. That's me. Yeah. Hannah, can you do a cartwheel? No. It's really embarrassing, actually, because I feel like it comes up a lot. They're like, just do a cartwheel. And I'm like, I can't. Okay, How good. about you? Because I also think that I can't. I've tried, but then when I go for it, I realize how far away my head is from the ground, and then it gets scared. I can't even, like... It's and also I have, like, kind here. of, like, noodle arms, so, like, I don't think it could support my body weight. Yeah, same. I have noodle arms. I don't have the momentum to, like, kick my feet off the ground. <laughs> There's just, like, yeah. a lot going on. But yeah, I guess just... in terms of, like, trying to get a recruit to come to Michigan, I would try my best to do a cartwheel. I would be like, can, is there a modified cartwheel I can do? <laughs> like, Did you, you see just, like, any like, of them do the cartwheels? Those were all modified. Except, like, okay, Harbaugh true. looked like he, like, actually nailed it. But he was, like, but he, like, kind of, like, looks like a cartwheel like I would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we would, we would both do it as our job as recruiting directors. But, no, I cannot do it. And offensive I can't do anything. I could do, like, a somersault. I can't even do that. Okay, that's good. That'll definitely help with the recruiting. Um, Anything I can do. It's a pleasure (laughs) to serve. Alright, well, I think that's all that we have for today. That was a fun episode, girly. (laughs) Thanks, Anna. (laughs) Nice to talk to you. And we did it! We didn't forget. It's Thursday and we already have it done. 12.15pm. Look at us go. Yes. So until next right. week. Have fun at work. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you have fun with your meeting thing. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah.